Hi, welcome to Talking with Fred. This is Tony. And I'm Joe. Tony, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I think we had such a great time talking about Fifth Commandment, Honor Your Mother and Father. I figured, let's start from the beginning. Okay, so the first one, yeah. the first commandment, you shall have no other gods before me. The interesting thing is that, obviously, is that God would start with that, right? He begins the whole chapter 20 in Exodus with, you know, remember that I brought you out of bondage. Right. Right, so that's the whole thrust of this. Yeah. That we go from bondage to freedom. Right. And in Jesus Christ, we go from darkness to light, from death yeah. to life. Right. Right? And then he says, you can have no other gods, not capital G. So why can't we have more than one God? That's confusion, in my opinion. Precisely. Straight up confusion. It's right. madness. And what happens when you're confused? Chaos. <laughs> and what? Yeah, exactly. Just pure it, chaos. And, and what happens when we're in chaos? All hell breaks loose. <laughs> Well, that's one way of saying yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's no focus. There's no vision. Right. There's no future. Because right. you're not looking forward to something. Right. Because all you're seeing is what's in front of me at this very exactly. second. Some of those fundamental things that you need in life, like yeah. direction, purpose, mm-hmm. are very, very difficult to find if you're confused. Yeah. Right? I mean, much. if you've got all of these different things going on one time, which way should I go? Yeah. And so basically God's telling us, you got to make a decision in your life. Mm-hmm. Like Joshua says, who are you going to serve? Right? Yeah, exactly. So God says, you cannot have other gods except me. Mm. Right? You got to make a decision. You're either going to do it my way or the highway. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it's just the way it is. <laughs> it's right? true. Yeah. But the interesting thing is that God gives you that right, that possibility. Yeah. You can choose. Yeah. You don't but have to do it his way. You don't have to do it his way. You'll be sorry, but you don't have well, to do it Well, you have to way. live with the consequences. Yeah. But isn't that life in general? That's life in general. You, you know, you have There's, to live with the consequences. Yeah, it's good right? or bad. And so God says, okay, you have to live with the consequences. He can't change that. Yeah. But what he can do is he can give you the right, the possibility mm-hmm. to make the choice. Yeah. Right? So he says, if you're going to follow me, then you're going to have to say me and no other gods. Yeah. Because what is a god? What do you think a God is? He's the mind. Yeah. It's the way we think. Mm-hmm. It's the way we look at life. It's the way we approach life. Mm-hmm. God is that which determines, yeah. that which decides, right? Yeah. That's what my God is. Yeah. My God is what is going to rule, right? Yeah. That's why we talk about the kingdom of God, yeah. right? The domain. We talk about the kingdom of God because that's what rules my life yeah right and i can't have all these different sets of rules yeah i've got to decide (laughs) what's going to rule my life right so i'm going to say god's going to rule my life he's going to be the king of my life he's going to be my father yeah and he's going to be that which decides and other things are not going to decide right not at all because what happens if a whole other stuff besides you can't find purpose yeah exactly i mean one's going to decide one direction another one's going to say well this way is better way so where do you go from And what there? happens when that happens? When one one pulls you in one direction and one pulls you in another you're direction? You're divided. Yeah. You're torn apart. Torn apart completely. Right? And and that just brings, what does that bring? Pain? Mm, suffering. 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 You know, death. Yeah. You know, you can just name name a whole lot of things by the whole concept of being ripped in part. Yeah. Being that's, torn between yeah. two different things. And God doesn't want that. No. I think that's great when Jesus points that out. I am perfect, so... Like my father's perfect, mm. you know, be perfect. Right. You know, mind, body, and soul. And right. we're connected with him. 
Right, and, and it, it's important to understand that, that that's a fundamental part of, of looking at the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. that what Jesus does for us is that he removes all of the hindrances, all of the barriers, everything yeah. that is between me and God. Yeah. He makes our atonement perfect, yeah. and that's the perfection he's talking about. There is no hindrances, there is no mm-hmm. barriers, there's no things that will keep me from him or him from me yeah. any longer because of Jesus Christ. So I have the opportunity to choose, will mm-hmm. I follow that yeah. or will I follow something else? Yeah. Right? Or some things else. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you decide, <laughs> as we both have, mm-hmm. that God is going to be our God. That's right. We're not going to have any other gods but Him. So then the question is begged, who is God? He is love. He's love. What do you think that means? The compassion that God has for us. Okay. There's compassion and love. And? There's forgiveness and love. Okay. There's grace. Okay. So why do you need compassion? It's un, it's like understanding. Okay. In why is that so important? He has the understanding of both good and evil. Right. So. But why do you need to understand that? Isn't it easier just to follow a rule? Yeah, it can be easy to follow the rule. So why do you need to understand the rule? Those are those are the most fundamental questions in, in life. Yeah. And, and things that we do not need to be afraid of. Yeah. God is not afraid of the question, why? Yeah. He wants us to understand yeah. why he wants us to do what we yeah. what we should do, what he wants us to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to understand something, you have to ask why. Yeah. And that is the yeah, most natural true. question yeah. in the kingdom of God. Yeah. Why, God? Yeah, that's true. He does want you to ask why. Yeah. And he opens up his whole world right. to us when we ask why. Right. And so as as, as you have experienced, sometimes we just, I just continue to ask you why. Yeah. Right. Some psychologists say is that mm-hmm. if you want to find out what somebody really believes, you, you have to ask them, them why. why seven times. Right. <laughs> you just keep on because at some point in time, yeah. all of your set thoughts and all of your set ideas come down, come down and yeah. you work through way through them. And then you get to what's really fundamental in your in your yeah. experience. Right. It's funny. My dad said that to me um, some years ago when I was small, he said um, people with hatred in their heart, if you keep asking them why Mm -hmm. they can give you every example why but like you said when it comes down to it there's no understanding as to why right and so we have to we have to be able to ask why Mm -hmm. you know in in other words to find out and to understand what's going on and to open up for the opportunity for god to speak to us yeah right so we can we can we can yeah when you don't know the answer yeah when you don't know the answer and you ask why, and we silence ourselves, God will speak. Why is it important that to ask why if we're supposed to love? You get to know the other person. Mm-hmm. You get to understand who they are. What are their dreams? What are their thoughts? How they see things? So when you ask God why, what mm-hmm. does God do? He answers. Right. He gives you an answer. Yeah. And fundamentally, he answers, yeah. right, he gives you an answer. Mm-hmm. He will answer you. Yeah. He gives you an answer. And fundamentally, that's what love is. Love is something we give. Love is not something we can demand. Love is something you give. And so what does Jesus say? He says the the most important thing to understand in life is to love God and love your neighbor, Neighbor. right? You have to give your love to God and give your love to your neighbor. Just as he gave to us. You can't demand it. And that's fundamental in the kingdom of God, this whole idea of giving and not demanding. Which is why he said, I give Jesus to you. Right. So you can't, for example, you cannot demand my respect, right? Because if I don't want to give you my respect, I'm not going to respect you. But we live in a world that wants to demand. 
Yeah. We live in a world that wants to demand respect. For example, yeah. you respect me because I have a title or I have an office or yeah. I am. I'm no, the boss. If I don't respect you, then I'm not going to give you respect. No. Right? Not at all. Because fundamentally, God created us to give because that's who He is. He is a God who gives, He is love. So He gives us love yeah. so that we can give love to others. Now, what is love? God again. <laughs> No. <laughs> love is it's a combination of different things. I mean, Paul even points it out. He says, love is kindness. Right. It holds no record of bad doings. Right. It's, it's part of respecting and yeah, honoring absolutely. people. Absolutely. And so when we give love, mm-hmm. we give kindness, yeah. right? What does that do? It, do? it does something that's best for the other. Well, yeah. And fundamentally, that is what Jesus talks about. Yeah, it opens that 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 yeah. love that he's talking about is the love that does what is best for the other. Yeah, well, it's not yeah, what's yeah, best exactly. for me. It wasn't yeah. best for Jesus to hang on a cross. Okay, <laughs> nobody wants right? to. Right? Yeah, <laughs> he didn't do that because no. it was a walk in the park. No, he did that because it was for the best for me and you. It was yeah. the only way to freedom. Well, it's like we said before. I mean, build someone else up. Right. You help them on exactly. their journey as right. well, and when you're doing that, it helps you. Right. And so, you two become stronger together. Exactly. And so when I when I want to give you my love, mm-hmm. then I will give you what's best for you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's not always, you know, the the easiest way not forward. At all. Not right? at all. Sometimes it is through struggle. Sometimes it is through discipline. Different things. Sometimes a kick in the butt. It, yeah. And sometimes it's by saying no. And those are some of the types of things that we don't understand with love because yeah. we want love to be. This touchy feely soft thing, and yeah. it, love is also that. Yeah. But lo- love is also no. When we were learning in uh, children's church, mm-hmm. you know, talking about God answers prayers, and you think right away God always says yes. We also fail to realize that sometimes God says no, no because right. He is like you said, He knows what is best, and if this situation is going to send you in a direction that yeah. is not towards Him, and why do you think no would be such an integral part of care, of love? It's it's a helping situation. It is a helping situation because there can be no t- no forgiveness, yeah. Unless you have that opportunity, right? Because right. God wants you to be able to come into something new, right? Mm-hmm. For something better, right? I give up something bad, right? That's forgiveness, right? Yeah, right. For something better, yeah. I give up something bad, right? But unfortunately, a lot of times people think that okay, well, if I have to do that then I also have to accept what happened to me. No. And, and that's, that's not yeah, what he's talking about. Yeah, that's exactly right. Right? Because we all have those situations where we've been through. Right. I can recollect a lot of different things, and but it's one of those things that I have to say, I'm going to drop it, but... It I don't accept it. I don't accept what's going on. Right. It's not right what happened, and right. you have to lay the cards out. And so we say, wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. I do not accept it. No. I will never accept it. I won't, nope. will not allow it. Nope. But at the same time, it's not going to control my future. Yeah. It's not going to decide my purpose mm-hmm. or my direction. No. So for something better, I'm going to give this up. Yeah. Right? And that's why, and unless we understand those principles, mm-hmm. the principle of giving, the principle of yes and no, mm-hmm. right? If yeah. we don't understand those principles, then we can never come into what God wants us to experience. Yeah, we can never see our full potential. Exactly. Yeah. So when we talk about we can't have any other God but God, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about God is one. He is one. Right? right? Like 
Deuteronomy, Moses says to his Deuteronomy 6, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, what's so important about being one? I mean, why, why can't we have more than one God? Well, like I said, I mean, it's one of those confusion situations. Right. Very difficult to maintain yeah. more than one. And what would be the other side of that? What could you think about that could be more than the lack of confusion? What would be something that one could understand? Or not understand, but what one could be? Everything that you yeah. need. Everything that's a good you point. Need. It's yeah. a good point because that's what God is. Yeah, well, we've always learned. I mean, if you're lacking a father in your life, he can be that father. Right. If you're lacking a wife or you're lacking a mother or so on, the list goes on. So God is one. Yeah. Right? Everything so what together, is that talking one. about? It talks about that if God is one, then mm-hmm. that means that God is sufficient, right? Yeah. That another way that it was expressed, and especially in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. was that God was always one. He was always enough. He was always yeah. one more. He's more than enough. Right? Yeah. So if I'm facing a difficult situation, well, God is more than the answer. I may I look at take the situ- everything to Him. Right. And I may look at the situation it. as being more than I can handle. Yeah. But it's not more than he can handle. Yeah, that's right? why he says his yoke is So he's always light. one more. Yeah. He's always that much stronger. Yeah. He's always that much bigger. Yeah. He's always that much more sufficient. Yeah. So whatever I'm up against... Why David cries out to him. He's always more, right? Yeah. Paul says that God said to him, "My great, Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you. Yeah. What you need is more than enough for your situation. And so that's also a part of understanding that God is one, Mm -hmm. that you can't have other gods, that you can't be divided in your views of it because God is one, and that means that God is all-sufficient. So whatever I have need of, I can find in Him, and I don't need to find it in something else. In something else, Yeah. right? Which kind of goes into the second verse. Yeah, with uh, having idols. Yeah. Right? And when people have lack of direction, lack of focus in their lives, they start diving into something else that... Okay. So what's the difference between the first commandment, you shall have no other gods before me, mm-hmm. and the second commandments, no idols. You cannot worship other idols. You can't make idols. You can't make representations. Yeah. You can't do that. What's the difference? It's the way I've always seen it is putting your focus on... Yeah. Something that is not complete. Something and what is your focus? Centering God. Yeah, and what prayer. is that? What do you do when you do that? Praise, worship. You worship Him. Yeah. Right. So the first commandment mm-hmm. is dealing a lot about who God is. Yeah. Right? God is the way I'm going to follow. Yeah. God is love. Mm-hmm. God is giving. God is yes. God is no. God is all of these things. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's an acceptance and a validation yeah. and a confirmation yeah. of who God is. Yeah. Right? Well, there's a lot of people that say, I believe in God. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of people that say, yeah, I think there's something <laughs> more between heaven and earth or whatever, how they ever want to say it. Yeah. But then the second one comes and says, but you also have to worship me. Yeah. Right? You can't only be one that says, okay, I hear it. Yeah. But you also has to be one to say, I but do it. putting it into action. Right. So, so there's also this idea that you can't have other idols. You can't worship other idols, right? You can't make for yourself idols. And why can't you make idols? What's the problem with making an idol? Well, you're making it out of your own image. Right. Or how you think something should be. Right. Out of your own strength. Yeah, out of our own, yeah, out of our own strength. Right. Out of our own And uh, what's the problem with view? that and God? Well, you're saying that, God, you're not sufficient. Right. Precisely. You're saying, I am I'm more like than you. God. Yeah. Isn't that what the 
serpent said to Adam in the in yeah. the Garden of Eden. That's exactly. Oh, what I you can be just like God, yeah. right? And God says, "No, you can't do that." But what yeah. you do when you make idols for yourselves, yeah, that you're showing that you can be God, yeah, right? And you can't be God. Because you can't, can't worship as Jesus says. You can't worship God and Mammon. No. You got to make a decision, yeah. right? Yeah, and so. On the one hand, you can say, yeah, I believe that there's a God, and I believe Jesus, and I believe all these things. But what does your life show? What idols do you have? At some level, we all make idols. Well, there's nothing new under the sun. Right. When people think about idols, the first thing you think about is this like little Buddha image that sits in the window or something in a temple. Right. But I mean, your TV could be your idol or... Yeah, exactly. uh, you could be someone's idol. Exactly. You know, anything that is right. made in a way. Right, yeah. exactly. That's what God wants us to realize mm-hmm. is that we can't put anything that we make, yeah. that we think, that we see, that we look up yeah. to in that position because he wants us to look at each other equally, right? If I put a person as an idol, if I put a person above all others, mm-hmm. right? I mean, then that makes other people unequal. And those are the seeds of racism, discrimination, of prejudices. Yeah. All of those other things because one person or one group is, is better than all the other groups. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And God says, no, I created you equal before my face. Right. right? Yeah. I don't want you lifting anything else up because that's yeah. what an idol does, right? Yeah. An idol is something you lift up. Yeah. I don't want you lifting up anything else because yeah. if mm-hmm. you do, then you're opening yourself up for evil to come in. Yeah. And so you may think, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to lift yeah. up this person because he's a good person. Yeah. I want to do this. But what you're doing is you're opening yourself up that then put somebody else yeah. down. There's nothing wrong with encouraging. Right. You know, we lift each other up, kind of like praising each other. But like you said, there's a difference between that mm-hmm. and idolizing them, saying you can do it. We can work together. Right. You can do it. That's that love you were talking about. And unfortunately, you know, we live in the world that we live in. Yeah. And so and you have this idea yeah. that in order for me to lift myself up, mm-hmm. you gotta step on then I else. have to step on somebody else, yeah. right? And so, so then we get these suppressions and these discriminations and prejudices yeah. and stereotypes and right. racism and all of these different things mm-hmm. that begin to came, come up because we want to lift ourselves a little bit up, right? Yeah. Because that's the whole idea of adulthood. Make myself look good. So now if you yeah. turn it around... And you say, yeah, but if God's going to be my God mm-hmm. and God's going to be the one that rules my life, yeah. then I cannot do that. No. And if I cannot lift myself by pushing everybody else down, then how do I lift myself up? Yeah, by right. lifting up mm-hmm. everybody else. Right. And that's what worship and blessing is all about. Yeah. That I bow myself in order to lift Humbling up. Humbling myself, yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's the whole idea of yeah. worshiping, of blessing, of mm-hmm. humility is to bow yourself, not to make yourself smaller, but to lift the other person up. Yeah. Because when you lift the other person up, what happens? Then they lift you up. Yeah. Right? You start piggybacking each other. Right. And so you you get get this blessing going that I lift and then you lift and I lift and you lift. And we both become greater and and bigger. And that's what God wants us to understand. It even sets off that chain reaction to others. Yeah. You and I lifting each other up, and then someone else sees that. We lift them up. Exactly. And we become stronger. It becomes contagious. Yeah. But the, the world we live in looks at it a different way, right? Yeah. I need to put everybody down yeah. so that I can lift this up. And so everything else has to be bad. Yeah. Everything else has to be wrong. Everything else has to... Where God says, no, begin to be a giver. 
begin yeah. to give love, begin to give these things, and begin to build each other up. Because yeah. if you build each other up, then you will all become greater, right? And that's yeah. what he wants from us. Yeah. So he wants you to be a person who lifts him up, because when we lift him up, what happens? He lifts us up, right? That's exactly what And it is. so that, as you say, that piggyback relationship, mm -hmm. he wants us to do to others, yeah. Right? Show that So that he's him. lifting me up while at the same time I'm lifting somebody else up. What happens to everybody? Everybody's We're lifted, lifted up. up. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's amazing just what progress we can make if we all just exactly. join each other's hands. And that's and what Paul says. Yeah. We serve a God where nothing is impossible. We serve a Christ, a Jesus, that all things are possible, that can even break the chains of death. Yeah. Because all things are possible when you begin to think in those in yeah. those ways. The problem is the world we live in doesn't think that way. No, they think the opposite. Right? They think right. the opposite. They right. want they want it's winners or losers, it's pushing everybody yeah. else down, and that only brings destruction. Right. Joe, when you're talking about death, mm -hmm. we're not discussing the physical We're we're speaking of death in all of its different in all of its aspects. difference. Yeah. Right? Because death is anytime yeah. something doesn't live. Yeah, it doesn't progress. Right. Yeah. It doesn't move forward. It doesn't progress. It doesn't something that's standing still. It doesn't still, grow. Right? It doesn't whatever. It's yeah. the end of a life. That's what we're talking about in all different directions, right? And God doesn't want that. He wants no. us to lift us up out of death yeah. move into forward. life, yeah. out of darkness into lightness, yeah. out of bondage into freedom. Yeah, that's why Paul. I love that one, and I love using that, encouraging people, saying what Paul says: "Keep up the good fight." Right. You know, continue moving forward. Yeah. Right. Because when you move forward, you have direction. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Otherwise, you can't move forward. No. Because if you're moving forward, I'll guarantee you one thing. You're going to get you got somewhere. direction. That's right. You're going somewhere. So then the question is the direction, right? So we come right. back to what we were talking about. Right. God is my direction. Right. But if God's going to be my direction, then that will be seen in my life that I will lift up others. Yeah. I won't lift up idols that I make myself. No. I will lift up God. And when I lift up Him... He lifts up me. Yeah. And, the, and the amazing thing about that is that it's not just the words that we speak. It's all that action that right. we we're talking about. Right. You know, it's one thing to speak it out and say, like we talked about earlier, you say it, but people aren't watching what you're saying. It's more of what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. And when they see that your life has direction, your life is going somewhere, they want to know what that is. Precisely. And that's awesome because this one we can do what Jesus told us to uh, make disciples of everyone, share with them why. Right. The amount of times that people ask, you know, why are you so happy? Why this and that? And just being able to, well, this is why. And let that show for itself. Yeah. So, yeah. And you're back to some of those fundamental principles in the kingdom of God, right? Mm -hmm. That you can't demand anything from me. No. What you can do is show me. Yeah. Right? You w yeah. If you want respect from me, yeah. then show me. Yeah. I mean, be respectful. Be yeah. be something that I can respect. Yeah. If you want honor from me, then yeah. be something I can honor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't demand it because I'm yeah. not going to give it if I don't want to. Yeah. I may say, oh, I'm going to do that. Right? But yeah. in my heart, yeah. I'm saying something else. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's true. And so what God says is, I want your heart. Right? Because your heart is what moves you. Yeah. Your heart That's is your where passion. you experience life. Mm -hmm. It's where you feel life. It's where your emotions are. It's where it's the generator of your life. Yeah. And so you may say, okay, this leader says that I have to follow him, mm -hmm. but he, he's not a very worthwhile person mm -hmm. and I'm not going to do it. I may have to physically do it because if I don't do it, I'll lose my job or I'll lose yeah. my check or I'll lose something. Right. Yeah. But in my heart, 
Yeah, I I'm don't saying do something this. totally different, yeah, right? So God says, this. no, I don't want to be that God. I no. want to be the God that lifts you up. I want yeah. to be the God that goes in and meets you in your heart, that changes your heart yeah. so that you'll be a giver. Yeah. That it'll be easy for you to give me your love, and you will give me your love if yeah. I give you my love, right? Yeah. And so God so right. loved the world that yeah. he gave he, his only, his only God's God's Yeah, when you give one thing, right. the other wants so, to give so, back. So we're back to the thing yeah. that this is our choice. That we choose that God is our ruler, but mm-hmm. then not only that, we will let it be seen in our life. Yeah. We will be the doer of his works and not just the hearer of his words. Yeah. And that's the difference, right? So in the first two commandments, you're talking a lot about first establishing who this he is, is who he is. Right. Right. And then the second is I'm going to use my life to make him my Lord in Christ right. and not other things. Yeah. Right. So money's not going to be my Christ. My telephone. My telephone is not going to be my next job. Yeah. yeah. You know, any, my car, my house, yeah. my Even achievements. Even your family. My yeah. money, whatever, right? My wealth, what yeah. I've done. No, yeah. God's going to be what yeah. I lift when up. When I put him in the center, right. then he ends up networking Because the interesting thing is, and the interesting aspect to it all is the fact that whatever we lift up is what will lift us up, right? right? That's the crux. That's some of the fundamentals of what we're talking about, right? So if money is your idol, if money is what lifts you up, then what has to lift you up? Money. Well, let us all be (laughs) clear about one thing. That's (laughs) kind of a hit or miss proposition, (laughs) right? Let's just be honest. (laughs) It's the truth. Okay? Yeah. If I say, okay, I'm going to lift up people. If you say to me, Joe, I'm going to lift you up. Mm-hmm. Then what do you do? You commit yourself that Joe will lift you up. Yeah. Right? You have and as much as I want to, I'm still human. Yeah. So at some point in time, what's going to happen? I'm, I'm going to disappoint you. I'm going to disappoint you. Yeah. I'm going to do something that hurts you. Yeah. I'm going to say something that's well, not we right. We fail each other. We that's fail right. each other, yeah. right? Because I'm human. And so, no, don't lift me up. Yeah, lift God Don't up. lift up yeah. money. Don't lift up a job, no, right? Because right. if you lift up a job, then what's got to lift you up? The job, the job right? And that's not going to happen. And that company may not survive. No. Yeah, so when you begin change. to think about yeah. it in those terms, yeah. then it becomes much more logical, much more easy to accept the fact of why we want to lift up God. Yeah. We want to lift up God because yeah. He's one. Yeah. He's more than enough. Yeah. He's always one more. Yeah. So if I'm up against a hundred problems, yeah. He's a hundred and one answers. Answer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's where I want to be. Yeah. A thousand will fall here. Ten. I want to be there there where he is because he will lift me up. Yeah. I don't want anything on this earth to be lifted up in my life because if I do that, then I'm depending on that to lift me up. Yeah. And that will disappoint me. Yeah. That will discourage me. That will frustrate me. That brings me to death. Death. Yeah. Right? And I don't want that. No. I want want something else. I want to move forward. So yeah. The Lord our God is our God. He's mm-hmm. our ruler. He's our king. We're yep. going to live in his kingdom, right? Yep. And he is one. He is there one. Is no others. There is no other. He's the one I'm going after because yep. in him, I find out he's more than enough. Yeah. Right? I find all the direction I need in my life. Everything all I need. All the love I need in my life. All and the whatever, grace I need. whatever I need. So if I'm standing over a, a financial crisis, He's, he's the way the through, through it. it. Yeah. If I'm standing over a relational crisis, He's, he's the, the way, way through, through it. it. Yeah. Right? Because He's always one more. Yeah. He's always enough. Yeah. Because He gives and He teaches us to give. Exactly. And so I'm going to lift Him up. He's going to be what I lift up and yeah. not idols. Not idols. Because the things I build up in life are just going to disappoint me. Yeah. It's the biggest headache in the world. Yeah, it is. To deal with all that. Right. You're never going to find enough 
someone is always not going to want to help. Someone is not always going to want to do something. And with you. yeah, because why? The world is a world that's fallen yeah. in sin. Yeah. And the world's position is more always wants more. Yeah. Right. Give so me, if the world says, to... <laughs> if the world says, okay, if you if you yeah. hit this mark, yeah. Right. You how can many bosses enough? have you ever had that says, okay. We're good. We, this is our goal this month to sell this much. Yeah. And we sell it. And what happens next month? We need they set month. it up again, right? Well, yeah. And so you think, okay, wait a minute. At some point in time, <laughs> it's going to be physically <laughs> impossible to sell yeah. any more widgets. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But that's but, what happens because yeah. more always wants more. That's yeah. that's a sinful and that, perspective. That's exactly what I'm trying to teach my oldest son mm -hmm. is that, you know, <laughs> he buys one thing. I want another one. Right. If you ask for one, that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Don't expect another one right. on top of that. Because because the world yeah. we are, are born into yeah. is a world that cannot be content. No. It can't there be content. Yeah. More will always want more. Why? Yeah. Because we lift up idols. Yeah. We lift up things that and, can never satisfy us. And what's amazing is it's empty. Yeah. It's totally empty. There's no fulfillment right. in it. And so it's when we yeah. learn it's when we learn to be content. Like when God we learn to, to trust in the Lord. Up. Yeah. And we learn that He will lift us up. Mm-hmm. It's not to mean that I can't want the next whatever it is, you mm -hmm. know? <laughs> yeah, the newest iPhone, the newest this and that. Right. But that will come. That will come that if will I'm content come. with the one well, I've got. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. But if my whole existence is to gain is that another one. Yeah. centered on getting the next iPhone. <laughs> this one's not going to be content. Yeah. Exactly. That was awesome. I mean, I feel even full just talking about it. Yeah. We got excited. I mean, it was just exciting to talk about. It. And I think, you know, these commandments, when we can talk about them, people either take them literally and some take them with this gray area. Mm -hmm. But when we can break it down and talk about them, a yeah. different view of it, and then we can see God working in it. Right. And that's Because he exciting. wants us to know who he is. Yeah. That's the exciting part of that's it. That's the exciting part. getting to know. Joe, before we end it, we had a question about our topic from last time, honoring mother and father. Okay. And so this question comes from Florida, from Agilda. It says, what will happen to a Christian who violates the commandment that said, honor your mother and father? Well, the promise of the commandment is that if we honor our father and our mother, right, if we take our starting point as this is where I start and nothing right. more and I progress, then my life will be happy, mm -hmm. right? That I will find fulfillment. I will find purpose. So if I don't do that, what happens? I don't find purpose, you find the and opposite. I don't f find fulfillment. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people end in frustration because they don't realize that it's important to know that it's not where I started, but it's where I end. Yeah. You know, so many people come to me as a pastor, and they want to talk about things that they experienced when they were a child, for mm -hmm. example, right? Yeah. And okay, they come from a bad situation. They come from poverty or they come from violence or they got. Yeah. But the point about it is, Tony, I can't have you mm -hmm. without your parents. We talked about that last week. Right. right. So I am eternally grateful to mm -hmm. your parents yeah. because I love you mm -hmm. and because you mean so much to me. Mm -hmm. You are a part of the happiness in my life. Mm. Well, without your parents, I would have never had you. Right. So. So in other words, I have to accept that your starting point was okay, mm -hmm. whether it was good or bad or whatever. Yeah. What I have is the opportunity to, to say, more. this is where I start and I will go on. Yeah. I will go further. Mm -hmm. I will do more. Yeah. I will grow. Right. Yeah. Because that's where I find fulfillment, happiness yeah. and purpose. And so if I don't do that, mm -hmm. then I can only expect frustration and yeah. disappointment and frustration and 
and all of those things in life that give us problems. Yeah. And I don't want that. I want to have a happy life. Right. Thank you very much for today. We would love to hear what you guys think out there. Write us at our email, talkingwithfred777 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Talking With Fred. Let us know your thoughts there. You can also follow us on Instagram at Talking With Fred 777. Have a wonderful day. And remember, Jesus loves you.